Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. Thank you so much. Let's stand and give praise to God. He's an awesome, awesome God. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We just delight in you. How awesome is it to be together as the family, hey? We've joined our 8.30 and 10.30 service. We've done it a few times this year for special events. And I just love the church together because something happens when we worship together. It says God commands the blessing when there's unity. And I feel unity of heart here today. And how awesome is our God. As we were worshiping, I just felt tiredness and discouragement lifting off people. And the enemy's schemes just have no power when we come into the presence of God. Lord, we just lift our hands and our hearts. Thank you for your powerful presence that's here. Thank you for the freedom that comes. Because where your spirit is, Lord, there is liberty. And I thank you for your healing, your breakthrough, your blessing over our lives today as we celebrate together in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Give someone a high five and let's take our seats. God is so good. Wow. If if this is your first time on to church or you haven't been for a while or you've bought someone new, we've got a a brand new new friends area out there for coffee and tea and chat. So please come out to the uh, new lounge area for the new folks or those that are uh, visiting, and uh, we'd love to meet with you. Well, today's celebration day. We're going to do our AGM, which is our annual general meeting, which for some people sounds boring, but we'll just turn it into something very exciting. But before we do that, we want to talk for a few minutes about the, the blessing of belonging to the body of Christ. And I think there's something very powerful, and we're going to welcome some new partners into our church today. And, uh, but this week, I was stirred again about how awesome it is to belong to the family of God. How amazing it is. We could get saved and then do life on our own, but no, God's decided to put us into families. Just like he did um, our own lives. We're looking at Ayla, our granddaughter there. She's in a family. And we get placed in a family. That's what the local church is all about. It's a big family, Bayside. It's a big family. But it's so rewarding when you're connected, when you celebrate, when you are accepted, when you know that you belong to Jesus Christ, and you belong in the church. And the enemy tries to stop people belonging into the body of Christ. He tries to keep you away. When you're not doing well, you say, oh, I'm not good enough to go to church, so we hide. That's a lie from the pit of hell. That's the very place you need to be where you need love and encouragement and support from the family of God that we can uh, strengthen one another. Ephesians 1.22, it says, And God placed all things under his feet, that is Jesus, And appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Did you hear that? Jesus is the head and we are his body. What an amazing risk God's taken to connect his head to us. Us crazy human beings who sometimes mess it up. We damage ourselves, we damage the body, but he loves us. Jesus came to set the captives free. It says, God so loved the world that he gave. So God loves everyone in the world. He loves you individually because you are now his son and daughter. And he loves his church, his body. And so often, we don't understand how much he loves his body. I was sharing with someone this week um, in Bible college. We were just sharing a bit about 
how God loves his church. And, and my heart, I started to cry as I thought about how much God loves his church. Not the institution of church, but the people and the body of Christ. Because his spirit dwells within it. And so often we flippantly treat one another and the body of Christ. And we sometimes speak stuff that tears down instead of building up. And I, and I just was so moved again. I said, Lord, you love your body. Because he, he could have called the church not his body, but he did. Because he's so in our hearts. And he's chosen to put us in the family of God. Local churches all over the world. And Bayside has been a local church that was established 77 years ago. And, and here it is, still growing and getting stronger and healthier. And people from all different backgrounds coming. And I thought, Lord, you love the body of Christ. And then I felt the Spirit of God say, do you love the body as much as I do? And I thought, wow. It wasn't a rebuke, it was a question I thought, do I love the people in the body of Christ? Do I love the church of Jesus Christ? Do I love his body? Some of us, we all love Jesus, the head, but sometimes we struggle with parts of the body because we're human and we're immature and we're still, getting, we're still Christians under construction and we still say the dumbest things and we have personality clashes and we get offended and we get upset. And we think, well, they, you should have that sorted out by now. But God says, love the body like I love it. He died on the cross for us individual, but he, but he then quickly established the church of Jesus Christ. And I think it's the most amazing family. It's the most beautiful thing. 1 Corinthians 12, 27 says, Now you collectively are Christ's body in the Amplified. And individually you are members of it, each with his own special purpose and function. I'll read that again because it's very powerful. It says, you are collectively the body of Christ's body and individually you are members of it, each with his own special purpose and function. How beautiful to belong to the body of Christ. I just want to stir your hearts today as we having combined service together, just to stir our hearts with a greater love for, for Jesus, but a great love for his body. And he strengthens us as we gather in church on Sundays, as we gather in our families and our life groups and our different ministries, and then as we live out Christ's life in our confused, broken world, we carry the life of Jesus. But let me tell you, you get your strength from belonging to the family. The enemy tries to isolate us. But we need to be connected more than ever and love one another, love the body of Christ. And some of us have been wounded by church or religious things. Many people have. And the enemy will hound us on that to try and keep us disconnected. Oh, yes, we'll come to church on Sunday. But some people say, well, I can't go to a life group because I can't trust people. If that's the case, fear is holding some part of our heart and we are struggling to be connected as Jesus called us we all, all wrestle through that sort of stuff we're human but God loves us and he wants us he wants us to feel his heartbeat for the body of Christ and it just stirred my soul again I thought Lord you love the church you love the body of Christ so much more than sometimes we know than we do and we've all been discouraged or wounded or upset or disappointed but let me tell you there's something powerful when we belong and we let our hearts be connected 
to one another. Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. So Jesus loves the body. He calls us to be connected, to be involved. Jesus has called us to be children of the Lord. He's called us the body of Christ. He's called us servants. He's called us friends. Wow, that's a bit hard for some of us to get our head and heart around. And then he's called us as his partners. He's chosen to release his life-giving message through you and I, through the body of Christ. Not just individually, but corporately, because when you do it together, the results are multiplied. <clears throat> because we've got all the diversity of our gifts and strengths and weaknesses. And I just think, Lord, give us a fresh love for the body. Give us a fresh heart. Just want to share another thought. The power of unity and partnership. <clears throat> Philippians 1, um, 4 says, In all my prayers for all of you, this is Paul praying, I always pray with joy. Sometimes we pray with fear or pain. But he said, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work and you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Paul saw the, the believers as partners in the gospel. And that's how God sees you and I. We are partners. And that's why we use the word partnership in our church instead of membership. Some of us are members of, I'm a member of the Chamber of Commerce. We're members of sporting clubs. We're members of charitable organisations. When you're a member, you pay your subscription, fill out your form and you expect some benefits. Partnership is another whole different word where you're joining together for a common purpose. That's why we use the word partnership instead of membership in our church because we're partnering with Christ and then we're partnering with one another, the body he loves to strengthen, to heal, to transform to raise our children and grandchildren in a safe environment to minister healing and hope to anyone who comes into our world and that's the beauty and power of it and uh, that picture is shown again in Luke 5 it says when he had finished speaking he said to Simon put out in the deep water and let down the nets for a catch Simon answered master we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything but because you say so I will let down the nets there's a typical fisherman saying, geez, I'm the fisherman, you're the teacher, let me fish. But he'd been around Jesus long enough to know that if you follow Jesus, some amazing things might happen. So I said, okay, we're exhausted, we've tried all night. His mind's saying, it's daytime, the fish see the nets, they're not going to jump in the nets at daytime. But he threw it over the other side and guess what happened? It says, when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signalled their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink now if the partners in the other boats hadn't have been there if they didn't have a relationship with them and they were all out catching for themselves and saying well we'll just get in as many as we can we're not going to let them share in it because we do the whole competition thing now we're going to partner together so that none of the nets break None of the fish escape. We're all, all our families are going to be blessed and fed and provided for for days or weeks as a result of this because they said, we're not going to be selfish, we're going to be unselfish and we're going to partner together. And I think that's a very powerful picture of the harvest of transformed lives that need to come in, of 
young people and families and people of all ages that we need to build together. And the local church is a place where we partner heart to heart, soul to soul with the vision, the dream, the journey of faith together. So I want to encourage you, let's partner together. In a moment, we're going to welcome some new partners and we're going to honour all of our existing partners. And some of you are saying, well, I'm a partner in heart already. That's, that's fine. But we're going to just explain what that looks like. But before we do, my lovely wife, Mary Lynn, is going to come and share for a moment on some thoughts that God put on her heart yesterday. So let's give her a welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Ross. It's like Ross said, the closest thing to God's heart is, are his people the body of Christ and you've, you haven't got to be here for much longer than five minutes to realise that we're not perfect <laughs> and uh, if you haven't been offended just just wait five minutes <laughs> it's because we're human <laughs> we're just we're people but it's it's one of the most amazing miracles how people for these all age groups genders can be united as one body it's the spirit of christ that does that because he lives within us by his holy spirit we sing and we worship together you know there's the only time we ever sing together as a community is at christmas time with the carols we do this every week and several times during the week this is a privilege and the beautiful thing is that it, there's no limit to the number we need a new building, folks. <laughs> we certainly need a new building so that we can meet all together regularly. And that's going to be wonderful when that happens. Ross will talk a bit more about that. And um, there's a few scriptures. Um, Ephesians 4. We love Ephesians 4 and the picture that that creates. And there's a few um, points here, scriptures that I'd like to read to you. And uh, it it's, it highlights that we have one faith, one body, with one purpose. Ephesians 4 and verse 1 to 7 says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. For there is one body... And one spirit, just as you have been called to one hope when you were called to follow Christ. And there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. This is the one faith that we're talking about, our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. It's our faith that unites us, as I said his death and resurrection has made it possible for us to have that confidence of eternal life when we leave this earth, that there is more for us. So he paid that price. He, our faith in Christ unites us by his Holy Spirit. And it talks about one body. It goes on in Ephesians from 11 to 13. God has given apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers as gifts to the body. Why? to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the full whole measure of the fullness of Christ. 
No longer infants tossed around by every doctrine, wind of doctrine, and, or misled by cunning and deceitful schemes of men. But instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. Christ is the head, and from him the whole body is joined and held together by every supporting ligament. It grows, it builds itself up in love, as each part does its work. There's some very important points there. I'd encourage you to read it and have a look at what it says about this incredible gift, the body of Christ. Ephesians 4.13, it shows us two goals that we are to reach out for. It says that unity and maturity. We are, the body is built up and it grows. As I said before, as each new person comes to Christ, the body of Christ grows and it keeps growing and it keeps growing and it's not limited to the size of the building. And this happens in every town, in every city, across every community in the world. It's an absolute amazing, amazing privilege to be part of this growing body of Christ. We serve um, to see his body increase and grow. We are united by faith, built up in love. We become mature through the, the nature of Christ. This is what brings maturity in us, the nature of Christ. And then we go on to serve and to see his body increase and grow as each part does its work. We are partnering together in faith, serving together in unity and united in purpose. Yeah. This, and lastly, um, this, this scripture from Ephesians 4 and verse 16 sort of sums up what I said. Christ is the head, and from him the whole body is joined and held together by every supporting ligament. It grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We are one in faith, one in body, and one in purpose. I encourage you this morning as we highlight what it means to be a partner at Bayside, I encourage you to just keep an open heart and say, what's my part? What's my part in this body? Many of you are already highly functioning in, in an area of ministry and some of you in multiple areas of ministry. But there's room for more. <laughs> there's room for more. And I know that, that you are gifted in other areas that we are not. And that's why the body needs you. We need each part. We need your... It's like the love of God shining through a stained glass window. Have you ever stood in a, in a cathedral and the sun behind the, the light, the, the glass, and it shows red and it shows gold and it shows yellow and blue? It's like that in the church, in the family of God. It's the, the love of God and the power of the Holy Spirit shining through us and we reflect Christ in red and in blue and in gold and in all different colours through your personality, through your gift, through your individual life and the more colourful the better <laughs> because it shows the nature of God and that's what I love about you 
that, that as you work very, very hard with us and Ross and I are thrilled and privileged to be able to pastor here for over 16 years now. That's an incredible privilege and, and many more to come, many more years to come. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.